This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free one-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to ServicePatriots.com. It's time for a top 10 showdown. First and goal. Penix under center now. Four go back. Play action. Wants to throw. Being pressured now. Throws it. I think it was picked. And it was. Jeffrey Bossa comes out with the football. This is an Oregon versus Washington week edition of Dirt and Spray. Brought to you by Grillworks Supply Company. Off Hall Boulevard in Beaverton. Come tailgate at the largest grilling retailer center in the Pacific Northwest this Saturday. Or visit them online at grillworkspdx.com. They're fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins. Oregon versus Washington week with Dirt and Spray on 1080 The Fan. All right, 6.02 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Spray on Portland's sports leader, 1080 The Van. <laughs> Happy Thursday, everybody. What is happening? Well, I did it, and some would say I did it right. This team blows. And I wasn't rewarded. I was not rewarded. Didn't get your cookie? No cookie for you? I followed every step you need. I need The universe was screaming to me that this was going to work out for me. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. And what I'm talking about is I did not win Powerball last night. I did not either. No, no, I did not. Did you see who won? I No, somebody won. One ticket. Son of a bitch. Another one person won over a billion dollar prize. <sighs> Where was it? Where's the location? Give me the details. I'll give you each one guess because I think you can guess it. California. It's Florida. Well, those are the two guesses I would have gone with and Dirk got it right. Yeah. Now, what I did was I followed the protocols correctly. Okay. Do you know the Powerball protocol? I don't know. Educate me on the protocol. Oh, Oh, Uncle Eddie. I want to thank Uncle Eddie. I actually don't know if his name really is or was Eddie. Yeah, we'll just roll with it. Eddie was a crack dealer. And I'd occasionally see Uncle Eddie roll up into the mechanic shop when I was about seven and eight. And we'd go there every Saturday and we were, quote, fixing things. And then Uncle Eddie comes in full of energy and life. Always handing stuff off to people and then leave it. Once in a while, Uncle Eddie would give us advice. And he looked at me at like seven or eight years old. And I don't know why I remember this, but he looked at me, Dirt, and he said, 
Always remember, if you buy a Powerball ticket, you buy it at a liquor store market. <laughs> that's where you got to get them. And I said, okay. I had no idea what he was talking yeah. about. All right. That's good to know. Thank so you. So when you buy a Powerball ticket, you have to buy from a place that you envision will actually say, we sold the winning lottery ticket. And yesterday, I went to the place where that would be. <laughs> you found a little liquor store somewhere. <laughs> well, I didn't go to a liquor store, but I went to a really run-down market. Have you been to the old 82nd 7-Eleven? Uh, I don't know if I have. I'd probably avoid that thing like the plague because the door handle might give you a disease. It is right off the 212 exit. It's next to a McDonald's. It is so run-down. You feel like you're either going to get robbed when you're in there or you're going to have to wash your hands because somehow they got sticky from just being in the building. How does this make any sense? And uh, I got the ticket. I felt really good. There was a solid line of people that I couldn't tell, like, yeah, questionable characters in this 7-Eleven. Somebody's going to steal something from me here. And I kind of felt good about that. I'm like, I might get robbed and this could be a good sign. And I didn't win. It was somebody in California, and I would like you. I took a photo because I've told this story to some friends of ours about two weeks ago. And I want you to read out loud the caption of the photo of the place where the winning ticket was sold. All right, what do we got here? We got California lottery officials said the winning ticket was sold at the Midway Market and Liquors in Fraser Park. And it looks like a rundown. Midway Market and Liquor Store. Uncle Eddie always knows what he's talking about. You right. have to buy a Powerball ticket at a rundown piece of crap place <laughs> that kind of scares you. Nobody goes, I won Powerball, uh, and I got the ticket from my local Sunnyside Fred Meyer. Okay, so when I bought mine at the Safeway there on 185. Yeah, you're hosed. You're absolutely okay. hosed. You're hosed. When you see the, do you know the last billion-dollar prize was won? Also in California, we don't know the name of the person, but a lot of people assuming financially, economically, not very blessed, bought it in a rundown, just middle of the road, sketch area okay. market. I, I I know where to purchase the ticket now. <laughs> See, I purchased one from a pretty rundown market that has. I mean, we're talking bars on the window. Yes, we're talking yes. Uh, like almost like a there, there's like a cover in front of the counter that I'm not sure if this is like a COVID thing or is this like a theft thing. I think it's a both. It's one of those <laughs> like each, there's just a barrier there. The yep. gentleman who works behind the front desk is as lovely as could be, and I love talking to him. He's a very nice guy every time I go in there. But it's about as rundown as you could get. And I told him, hey, if you sell me the winning ticket, I'll give you a million dollars. And he laughed and said, all right, you got it, man. Printed out the two tickets. I, I didn't win. Didn't happen. That's a lot of money to promise to give to the Dude, clerk, if you man. sell me a winning <laughs> ticket and I'm taking home $500 million, I'll chip you off a million. That's changing that guy's life right there. You're not wrong. He's getting out of that crappy rundown market. He's going to open up a nice market in a nice part of town. I'm proud of you, though. You bought it at the right place. I didn't know that this was a thing, but I do always buy my lottery tickets at rundown places, mainly because I know those places sell lottery tickets. Exactly. And sometimes if you go to a nice market, you walk in, you're like, I don't, do you sell? No, uh, no, I don't think you sell any. No, there's nothing here. Right. So I go to the rundown ones because they're always selling lottery tickets. Dude, uh, if you're going to win the Powerball, it's got to be at a gutter spot. It just does. <laughs> One of our people ones chiming in. I think the factor that you're forgetting in your theory here uh -huh. is that the jackpot winning ticket has never been sold in Oregon. 
Well, I mean that. Yeah, that's. There's got to be a first. You know what that means? That means we're due. That's actually not true. No, somebody in Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Oregon. I'll never forget that. It was like seven hundred million dollars. Yeah, the family. And it was like it was like two families or friends or something like that. Have you ever heard of Jacksonville, Oregon? No, I didn't know it existed. It is a dump. (laughs) It's a ghost town. Exactly. And who won it? That's Billy Bob. They, exactly. Billy Bob and Jacksonville. Yeah, it, that listener, God bless them, they didn't know it, but they actually just made my point further. The winner came from a podunk town at a run-of-the-mill market. It is a little depressing at night, though, when you wait to see that the numbers are. And I never know when the drawing happens because I don't follow this stuff that closely. And I'm, like, going to bed last night like, hey, I think the, the, the drawing probably took place. Yeah. Let's go to the Powerball website. Let's see what the numbers are. And then you pull it up, and you like just immediately, within like a half of a second, you're like, nope, I'm eliminated. I don't have four of these numbers. I did have two numbers on one of the lines, and I'm like, oh, oh no. There okay. was somebody in Oregon on the last drawing that hit four of, I think if you hit all, or how, what is it, five numbers and then the Powerball? If you hit five but not the Powerball, you ball, win like a million bucks. You win a million bucks. There was somebody oh. in Oregon that won a million bucks on the last really? drawing. Yeah. God, that'd be good. I re- there was like six of those winners that won a million bucks mm-hmm. out, of the, out of the pot. Well, we're still here. We're still here. We're still, we're still poor. Here. We don't own the radio station yet. But always remember Uncle Eddie's advice. <laughs> go I, to I a know rundown the liquor, liquor store. store now near my place where I go. need to go. Um, it's not well. It, it's not complete. I don't know that there's bars on the window, but I think it's it's like in a little sliver of a strip mall that's next okay. to a Dollar Tree. Are there cigarette butts on the ground outside the door? Uh, there could be. <laughs> Carol's not coming out of new seasons with a winning Powerball. No, ticket. it's not it's happening. it's right next to a uh, a dollar store, a Dollar Tree, and a, a bargain market grocery outlet. You got a lot of options down here too. We got a, there's a lot in our vicinity down here that are uh, not the not the greatest. They, they used to be the greatest. They used to be very <laughs> nice, but now in modern times, not so much. Uh, I looked at my show sheet yesterday. I was going through stuff. Yes, pretty fired up today. And I was going through my show sheet, and we didn't get to something yesterday, and I wanted to give it to Swag in the first segment. Mm. Uh, we didn't mention Barry Melrose has Parkinson's. Yep. He is no longer going to be doing TV. He, uh, he, he stepped he away. He retired, yeah. He retired. And I was going through the list of, of people. There's one sport I've fallen short, uh, you know, golf and college football and tennis and uh, the NFL, basketball, college football. I think you can name a person, a media member, that you tie as the face of that sport. I couldn't come up with, with baseball. I just was blanking. Who would you say the media face of baseball is? Well, that's a good question. Is it passing? Is it Ravitch? Is it I would say more Buck? so for I, our generation, I would have probably argued John Miller and Joe Morgan. I know that's well, long past. Well, it was Vin Scully but, forever. Yeah. Like, Vin was, the, like, when you heard Vin Scully's voice. But for a lot of people, Dirt and I's age, yeah. Vin Scully didn't do yeah, national Yeah, he wasn't games. doing he wasn't, national yeah. stuff anymore. And John Miller and Joe Morgan, I'm with you. Like, those are my all-time favorites. They were taken off that broadcast in, like, what, 2002? Yeah, Could it be Joe Buck? Joe Buck might be a decent one. I that's kind of the name I was throwing out, but Melrose is the NHL version of oh, this. Swag. Yeah, in America for certain, in Canada for a lot of people it's Don Cherry. Yeah, nobody likes Don Cherry, but in America, and that's all that matters. Yes, it's Barry Melrose is right. the face of hockey, and you admitted on the text uh, string yeah. the other day. We watch, we both, you and I, not Dirt, you and I watched the ESPN special they put together for him. 
you said you got teared up. Yeah, I was getting choked up because Levy delivered it. Uh, it was on the 11 a.m. Sports Center. Now they do it because um, McAfee, right? Yeah, that guy has a show. Are we allowed <laughs> to talk about it yet? Yeah, I've unsuspended. <laughs> okay. I got in trouble last week. The moratorium's like, been lifted on yeah. mentioning Pat McAfee's uh, name. <laughs> so there's a sports center at now 11 a.m. We'll Pacific, back. 2 p.m. <laughs> Eastern. And, yeah, Levy was – because they were they had a triple letter on ESPN. And, yeah, Levy, kind of the retrospective and just all the guy, everybody that ever did anything with hockey on ESPN just could not speak more glowingly about – what it was like to work with him and so yeah that was that was a little sad yeah i was i thought it was pretty sad i'm not and i didn't know know anything about it obviously he kept it under wraps and you know there's the last couple years you know sometimes seeing him on the air you were wondering is is he okay um is there something going on or whatever but uh didn't know about that and so yeah so yeah and he just did obviously it was you know, he felt he couldn't, got it diagnosed and felt he couldn't oh, do it Oh, it's clearly anymore. at a place and, where he can't work with so, it. Yeah. Well, I think part of it, too, is that, like, he's, like, almost 70 years old. Yeah, like, he's, he, like, I'm spending time with family. Yeah. Like, I'm done. I don't need to cover, like, I got Parkinson's. I don't know how many more years I got left. People can live for a long time with yeah. Parkinson's, but your quality of life isn't maybe what it used to be. And so, I don't know how early into the diagnosis he is or where he's at. I had an uncle who lived with Parkinson's for, like, 25 years. It's crazy, but it was as slowly as the years went on, his body deteriorated to the point where he just couldn't handle it anymore. He is undoubtedly the face of hockey, though. He absolutely like Whether is. you love the sport or not, whether you watch the sport or not, you see his mullet and you know exactly who he is and you know what he does. You think of Neil Everett with the cool is the rule on the sign-off on SportsCenter. He brought personality, he brought entertainment, and he grew the game. Like the, I, Every sport needs... Those guys, Dick Vitale is that for college basketball. Yeah, like somebody who's entertaining, he's fun, and he brings joy when you're watching the sport. And Barry, Barry Melrose is a great coach. He coached for a very long time. He took over the Kings when he was what 35, 35 took years him old. To the Stanley Cup. He had never coached nuts, before that at, at the NHL level, and it was nuts. And so he had a great career, and then found his true calling, as some people end up doing going from the coaching ranks to the broadcasting ranks. Like we've made a lot of fun of Lou Holtz the last, or not Lou Holtz, but um, Lee Corso the last couple of years. And it's just not him, but it's the fact that ESPN keeps trotting him out. But that's who Lou Corso was for college football. He mm-hmm. was the face, the mascot head. And he obviously was a coach before that. So I, I, for some reason, couldn't get text messages two days ago. So I didn't even know this was happening. And I mentioned to you off the air yesterday. And you're like, yeah, we texted about it yesterday. <laughs> so I went and watched it in all the, the pieces when I got home yesterday because I was curious what everybody was saying. And it, it was truly emotional. And hockey needs... They, they need that next guy. They need somebody that's going to pub the sport. I think there's a few candidates. None of them really work at ESPN because, for whatever reason, ESPN has a really hard time hiring pre- P.K. Subban. P.K. Subban, I think, is yeah, trying to kind of o- take this man. He's mantle. okay. But I think TNT's crew blows them out of the water. Like yes. It's not even close. And I don't know what it is with TNT being able to hire entertaining shows and ESPN failing time and time again. Uh, but you're going to need another Barry Melrose because he was awesome for the sport of hockey. I think the problem is Turner is invested more in actually having the show work where ESPN seems to just want to sell ad space and then tell you they're doing a pregame show. Well, ESPN also wants, because they shuffle so many people in and out of there, whether it's studio hosts who can also do play-by-play as well as analysts who can go do game analysis. So they're looking for people that can do both. Yeah, see, ESPN's problem is they're not patient, right? Like... 
uh, when they do NBA stuff, if the internet hates their pregame show, which they almost always do, because admittedly it is awful, it's horrible. Uh, it it they react to the internet. Oh no, the internet doesn't like us. <laughs> if you if they think certain people are good and it could be a good show, you gotta good yeah. shows don't just start, man. Like people reacting to a show that's two weeks old, three weeks old, it clueless, have no idea how it all yeah. works. But the problem is ESPN recently feels like they're reacting to the internet. Yeah, somebody texted and said they think of Peter Gammons for baseball. Oh, interesting you know, name. Gammons is a going Kirkchin. You could go Kirkchin now. Yeah. I was trying to, I was wrapping my brain around it and I was thinking of people, but I'm like, is there one? Gammons is a pretty good one, I think, for our age because he was kind of the John Clayton. He was always doing a hit. Yeah. Always on ESPN talking baseball, baseball tonight. Well, you've opened the door, so I'm going to do it. I've watched more hockey the last two nights than I have baseball playoffs. Well, your team's giving you a reason to. Well, I just, the Connor Bedard thing's very exciting for me. He's like, they, I don't know if you guys saw, but he scored his first career goal last night. I did see a little wraparound. Dude, and they put up a graphic of Wayne Gretzky's goal total, and it was the quest to catch, it was like, what is he, got 894 or whatever to one? And I was like, that's kind of funny, well played. <laughs> He's only 890 goals away from catching Wayne Gretzky. But it's just, I, I think hockey's done a really good job of promoting good teams, good storylines early on in the season. And baseball playoffs, it just, I mean, the Twins game was decent last night. They just haven't delivered with a lot of interesting long series. Maybe your Braves win today and we get a winner-take-all game five in Atlanta. That would be awesome. But I'm just, I'm looking for some juice and hockey's delivered it. I said it a few months ago. Go watch the Michael J. Fox doc on Apple TV. It is, if you don't understand the Parkinson stuff or you have family, I just thought it was really well done. And gives you a look of what life is really like, and obviously it's Michael J. Fox, but uh, it, it just it's it's really tough. So yeah, yeah. the Barry Melrose thing was really sad to hear about, and ESPN and hockey losing a, a good one on television for it. Mullets and cigars, man. Absolutely. Uh, we have a loaded show. Ken Barkley at eight a.m. Josh Pate. We secured Josh Pate for seven thirty this morning. Thank God. We got him. Uh, texting him all week. He's busy. He's flying to Seattle. So we'll talk to him at 7.30, Ken Barkley at 8 a.m. Uh, coming up next, I'm going to start with a little fun with audio. You think you'd know if you'd been there this long and you don't. That's surprising, but not surprising. Next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Is Bryce Harper the greatest baseball player of all time? We'll get to that today. Imagine your baseball team being a runner-up for Bryce Harper, Aaron Judge, and Shohei Otani. 
Ouch. Bridesmaid, baby. Yeah. We're winning a Bridesmaid World Series this year. Dominance. Uh, we'll get to our Pac-12 picks against the spread. Usually we do a little local taste here. We'll get to that today. I'm going to push that a little bit. I'm sorry to the 6 a.m. crowd. Uh, but we'll get to Dan Lanning. We had some fired up Dan Lanning. <laughs> or does he just not like one person? I can't tell. I think it's the latter. Okay, well, I got audio to okay. kind of back the claim. I actually watched his uh, coach's show last night, which you could hear right here on 1080 The Fan. Absolutely. And he was in probably the best mood I've ever seen him on the coach's show, which was ironic. Well, the clip that's viral, I went and like watched the whole post-practice scrum, as they call it. Yes, it was not very long. It, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it that was taken a little out of the context, I think, yeah. of the larger conversation. I will admit, though, your coach... <laughs> He looks like somebody cramming for a for an exam at the end of a year. Just what do you guys need? I just don't want to be here. Just <laughs> shut up. Get out of my way. It's Hoskin Week. Um, I want to get to this. This was I thought this was kind of funny. Shea Gilgis Alexander made first team All NBA last year, and I know you're drinking your coffee and you're thinking dirt. I don't care. Why, do you, I, why are you telling me this? I don't care. He was awesome. Yes, he was. I think Oklahoma City is actually going to be a breakout team in the West. I have them in the top five of the Western Conference playoff picture this year. Look at you. You want more hot? Chase? I need your I need your NBA power rankings. Oh, I do the dirty oh, poll. Oh, I need oh, the oh, I need the Sprague's oh. NBA power rankings. Don't tease me with a good time. <laughs> But Shea Gilgis-Alexander, do you know what year this is for him in OKC? Uh, I would say year five. You'd be right. Okay. Five years. Okay? Five years. That's a decent amount of time. That is. That's actually, it doesn't seem like it's been that long, but then you think about Paul George was traded a while ago. Shea Gilgis-Alexander has lived in Oklahoma for five years now, and he did a Q&A Trying to do, hey, what do you, what have you learned about Oklahoma in your five years here? And I want you to listen to this and how you'd feel if you were a diehard Thunder fan. Mm. This is a Q and A with Shea Gilgis Alexander. First one, what is the capital of Oklahoma? Wow, the capital of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't think too hard. Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. Very good. There you go. What is a state bird? It's actually named after a park. I'm giving you a really big hint. I'm actually disappointed in myself for giving you the hint. It's named after a park here? It's it's named after a park here. Yeah. Eagle. The Eagle. Eagle Park? You ever heard of Eagle Park? No, never. No, me neither. (laughs) Um, Scissor tail. Scissor tail uh, flycatcher. Uh, okay. Heard of Scissor tail park? I have not. You've not heard of it. It's <laughs> right here. It's just right over here. Right, right the there. best place to get milk and ice cream. This is great. In Oklahoma? In Oklahoma. <laughs> the farm. A farm? Yeah. You ever gotten milk and ice cream from a farm? Yes. You have? Yes. Not in Oklahoma, though, but I have. Oh, you have? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's the wrong answer. The answer is Brahms. Brahms. <laughs> yeah, oh, dead okay. gummit. Dead gummit. Okay, next one. What is bedlam? What is what? Bedlam. Bedlam? Bedlam. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no. no. It's when OU and OSU play. Oh, okay. okay. What is a Sooner? <laughs> like, like an Oklahoma Sooner? Mm-hmm. Like the team or an actual, like, what is the Sooner? What I have no clue sooner? what a Sooner is. Okay. Okay, last one. This is for the hat. What is the color of the Oklahoma flag? <laughs> Blue and orange. Blue and orange? Yes. No. Shay. <laughs> All right. I am not Oklahoma yet. I will be soon, though. Dead gum. <laughs> Can we unpack a couple things here? Sure, fire away. 
I've been to Oklahoma City three or four times. You speak glowingly about it every time you talk about it. It's the worst city <laughs> possible. You'd never want to go there. You visit there. I feel sorry for you. I'm convinced that players like Shea Gilgis, they just stay in their house the entire time. Yeah. And then get excited when the road trip comes. Totally. Because how can you be there for five years and know none of these answers? Not one of State Bird, okay. You could throw State Bird at Oregon for me, and I don't I, think I could pass it. I yeah. have no clue. But other things, like all those other questions, a major state park right down the road from where yeah. they play. I'm <laughs> guessing Brahms has like TV commercials all over the place, something because yeah. they reference dad gum, whatever that means. I think the best part was. I got milk and ice cream from a farm, and he went, a farm, and he went, yeah. Well, not from here, though. <laughs> Where do you get, you, what farms are selling milk and ice cream? He actually lives in know. Dallas and, like, flies in for practice. Helicopters in for games <laughs> when he's not on the road. Dude, that, you're 100% spot on. He is a guy who, these guys do not leave their house. No. They go on the road. They're in the gym working out. They're hooping. They go home. That's all they do. And the second the season is over, you know what he does? He gets the hell out of Oklahoma City. Yes, he does. That's what Shea Gilgis Alexander's life looks like. And because the NBA financially incentivizes players to stay in cities, he goes, They have to. I could give up 20 mil and go to a different market, or I could make that 20 million and just stay in my nice ass house. Well, I'm going to take $20 million. He's got a farm hookup too for ice cream and milk. I mean, why would you want to leave Oklahoma City when you could just walk right down to the farm and pick up a gallon ice cream? I also don't think he would have known what OSU stands for if you would have pushed back and said Bedlam. And he's like, are you saying Bedlam? Bedlam? If you would have said, do you know what OSU means? I don't think he would have been able to identify no, it. He would have no clue. I now want to walk up to a farm that's somewhat close to my house and knock on their door and say, you guys got any ice cream and milk hanging around? You guys sell any ice cream around? Here? I think you got to go to Tillamook for that. <laughs> yeah. There are some farms that we have in the Clackamas area that they actually, yeah, they've got like little markets you can go and walk in. Okay, let's go buy some. If this was a blazer, we would think he's gone, right? Yeah, I mean, we already think all of our guys are gone to begin with. The one guy who just didn't want to leave is now gone too. The guy who actually embraced our city and lived here and didn't want to leave being here, he's, he's now gone. And so if he can't be a blazer for life, then yes, I already think they're all going to leave. It's like living in Salem and driving past the capital every day and not being able to identify the capital of your state. <laughs> What's the capital of Oregon? He was like, uh, uh, Portland? I don't know. Uh, Eugene? <laughs> ben? <laughs> Problematic is what I'd say, OKC. Problematic. How many years does he have left on his contract? He just signed an extension like oh, a okay. year ago. I think he's got four, three. So he'll be demanding his trade after the season. <laughs> yeah. I think they're going to take – it's unfortunate. I feel bad. The Oklahomans, like, I think they're going to lose him ultimately. But uh, I think they're going to go. I'm out of here. <laughs> this team blows. Trade me for picks. Yeah. Go Pay me all this money. Eat up the salary cap. Yeah. Put a winner around me this season or I'm out of here. Yeah. That's how the NBA works these days. They gave him two white guys. Here's Gideon Chet. Chet. Yeah, Chet's back. Stay in Oklahoma, please. <laughs> uh, shout out SGA. Uh, coming up next, Pac-12 picks against the spread. Mm -hmm. How did we do last week? How will we fare this week? Mm -hmm. That's next. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like. We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through. 
deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. All right, welcome back in. 634 on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. Paid at 730, Barkley at 8 a.m. We'll uh, dive more into some college football. And I uh, got some Dan Lanning fired up out of you. Don't you dare talk about injuries. How dare you? I mean, that was one of the dumber things that I've seen over the last 24 to 48 hours. Well, uh, speaking of dumb, let's get to our Pac-12 picks against the spread. Here we go, baby. Uh, last week, four games to pick from. Uh, I won the week at 3-1. and one. I took Cal to cover against your beeves. That did not happen. Uh, hit on Arizona, Arizona State, and UCLA. Yeah. Uh, you two both hit on Oregon State to cover the number. They did. You both took Washington State. They did not, obviously, cover. And uh, you both took Arizona to cover the 18-point spread against USC. So uh, season standings now, I am 25-15, and 15, and you two gentlemen are tied at 23-17. and 17. Those are all good records. Winning money. No issues there. That's what we do. Uh, this, the slate this week is good. Uh, Dion's all hot and pissed that Colorado plays on Friday. Says, what kind of conference is this? I'm getting out of this. And then everybody's like, you know that they're going to make you play on Fridays in the Big 12. Yeah, pound sand, Dion. Play his theme music. Stanford at Colorado, 7 o'clock kick on Friday night. God, this game's going to be awful. Colorado, 11.5 point favorites. I'm just going to pick against him out of spite the rest of the year. Uh, RJ Young keeps getting shoved into my algorithm on Twitter. And every time I read his stuff or see his tweets, I want to rip my head off. You get outraged. He's bragging about Shadour Sanders' watch and how much it costs and the Dion effect. and $70,000 watch. I can't stand it anymore. Uh, the wow. complaints about the 7 o'clock kicks, like, screw you. This is a 100-year-old conference that is dying. So go ahead and complain all you want. I hope every single game that you play in the Big 12 is at 8 o'clock at night on a Tuesday. It won't because he'll get the better time slot. Yeah, give me Stanford. Stanford's going to cover and win outright. You're doing a spite pick? I'm doing a spite pick. Screw Deion Because you really do think Colorado blows him out, right? I mean, I don't know. Is Colorado good? Are we sure about that? I don't know if their defense They barely beat good. Arizona State yeah, last week. What are we talking about here? This team well, sucks. Hunter might be back. I don't care. This team sucks. Okay. <laughs> They do stink on defense. <laughs> Stanford so fired up at 6.30 Stanford. in the morning. Should have worn my prime hoodie. <laughs> I can't stand this crap. Uh, yeah. Colorado. I, I will take Colorado and Give lay me Colorado. Just How'd that work for you last week? Uh, we don't live in the last week. We talk okay. about the future. Uh, California at Utah. 12 o'clock kick. This one on the old Pac-12 network, so nobody will watch it. Uh, Utah, same number. I got on ESPN. I'm going off ESPN numbers. 11 and yeah. a half is what I have with the Utes. I don't get this spread at all. I, 11 and a half is a weird number. Utah can't move the football on anybody, but their defense is good. I don't necessarily buy Cal's offense because of one random week where they look good against Oregon State. Like, how do they score more than 14 points in this game? So I guess that would be your argument if they could get to 10. Can Utah get to 21? I think they can run the ball. I think Utah covers, but this is a very low confidence pick. Uh, I will go with Cal. I was a little more. I think they found a quarterback that can 
run the offense that they hope to be able to run. It, he looks dual, you know, two-dimensional. He is a freshman. He's going to make mistakes. Utah defense is going to force you to make mistakes mm. without Cam Rising. And I don't know what his status is anymore. But even if he's back, he hasn't played, you know, all season long. I don't buy Utah being able to to put up a ton of points. Okay. Uh, this has backdoor cover written all over it. I will I will take the points of Cal. Uh, I'm going to lay that number. It's a weird number for me. I kind of want to go dog, but I'm trying to think of that Mendoza kid on the road in Rice Eccles. Yeah, a little bit different. Utah kind of playing with their hair on fire because they're, they're trying to stay in this race in the conference, and we have no idea what Cam Rising status is. Might miss the whole season. If Cal's run game is kind of taken out, I, I, just, I don't see a world where Cal does to Utah what they did last week at home against Oregon State. So I'll take the Utes there. Uh, next game, Arizona going to the Palouse. Washington State looking for a bounce back, still in the top 25. They're hosting Arizona. This sounds like if Delora can play, he will start. Not our boy Fafita, even though Fafita statistically is a better quarterback. Washington State, eight-point favorites. Yeah, this, is a, this to me is a slightly too big a line. I don't trust Washington State's defense. I think Arizona can score points on a lot of folks. Their defense is not very good. I don't know what the over-under is in this game, but I would lean the over. It is 59. Yeah, I would take the over here. I can totally see this being similar to the Oregon State-Washington State game. What was that final? 38-35 or whatever? 38-35. Like, yeah. Dude, I think you're somewhere in that ballpark. I think Arizona can score enough to keep this within a touchdown. I think Washington State wins outright, but I'll take Arizona plus the eight. I don't know what Jed Fish is up to with Delora versus Fafita. I really don't. Fafita's just a little bit. I think it's obvious, and he's sitting here. He's like, if Delora's healthy, he's starting. And I'm just like, even Arizona writers are breaking it down. They're like, Fafita is better for your offense. Yeah, and if Delora starts, he's going to try to be a one-man wrecking crew, which yeah, will lead to true. more things. He, he's going to play hero ball in his return to Pullman. And if he's in there, then I love Wazoo laying the number. If Fafita's in there, then it gets the Arizona's just more organized and under control and, and methodical about it, even though they could still get chunk plays. But I think the Cougs need a big response. They'll be fired up. I, I'll lay the eight points. I hope that comes down to seven maybe later in the week. This is a spicy one, by the way. Like, they hate Jaden Delora. Yeah. Hate Jaden Delora up there. So I was hoping the weather would be bad because I was going to lay the wood with Washington State. Arizona kids hate the rain. They hate cold. They hate <laughs> rain. They hate wind. Unfortunately, it's it's going to be 60 degrees and sunny in Pullman, Washington on Saturday. I'd love to back that up with a study. Like, what are the Arizona school's records when it's like sub-50 and rainy? I don't know if Arizona State's won in Corvallis in like 10 years. <laughs> they just, always have to play them at the end of the year, in too. November. It's always in November. <laughs> uh, I'm also, I think... Uh, I'm taking the Cougs. I think Delora is going to end up playing, and that's a mistake for Arizona. If this was Fafita for sure, I would back you, Dirt, yeah. and take uh, Arizona at the points. I think Delora throws two picks. They sub him out for Fafita in the second or third quarter. I'm taking Washington State to roll. Uh, USC going on the road to South Bend, Indiana. This is a very popular upset pick. This line has risen. Notre Dame, three-point favorites against the Trojans. That's the funny thing for the upset, right, is that they're the favorites at home. So it's not really an upset, but ranking-wise, it is an upset. I Look, I'm going to take Notre Dame. I just want it to be said, I'm terrified of this. There are way too many people that like Notre Dame. Caleb 
scares me. Exactly. I will never gamble against him. Their defense is horrible, but they also have, you know, Caleb Williams on the other side. And is Notre Dame going to be able to stop him? Notre Dame's offense has not been very good, so this is your get-right week because the last three weeks they haven't been solid. I'm going to take Notre Dame, but I don't like the pick. Just want that to be thrown out there. I'll take Notre Dame, too. I think Sam Hartman does have a get-right opportunity against this horrific USC defense. And I think living on the edge of always having Caleb Williams to bail you out, I think it finally blows up in their face in this one. Yeah, you you repeat what you did against Arizona with a 17-0 hole. You're not getting out of that. Notre Dame has the third best pass defense in the nation. Contrary to what Washington's uh, wide receivers coach says, Notre Dame's secondary might be the best in the nation. Mm. But it's going to be funny if Caleb lights that up because then all stats don't matter, I guess, against that dude. Uh, I will also take Notre Dame. I think USC is going to lose. UCLA going to Oregon State. Five o'clock kick on Fox. Oregon State. This line's falling a little bit. Oregon State, minus three and a half. Yeah, I liked it a lot more at four and a half. I don't blame people for jumping on it. I just think that's a lot of points to give a really good defensive team in an Oregon State offense that we're not sure about. When I love a number this much, stay away from it, but I love the under so much in this game that I don't even know how to explain it. 54. I, I just don't I, I don't see it. I think Oregon State's going to struggle to score. you got a freshman quarterback on the road. I don't think they're going to light Oregon State up. I don't see this being more than a 21-17 kind of game. Four and a half was a lot more comfortable. I'm going to stick with it, though. I think Oregon State wins outright. I just think you have a really tight game, 24-21, somewhere in that range. Uh, I will take UCLA with the points. Uh, it's going to be a white-knuckle ride for Beaver fans, but I think uh, I, I think the Beavs, if they can get their return game going, get some of those hidden yards, uh, kick off some punts, uh, and then can they come up with the big turnover of, uh, of Dante Moore? Uh, and not have to put it in, you know, not put everything on DJ, just let him run the offense. It's going to be difficult for them to run the football. they got to figure out how to do that. Maybe it's some fly sweeps trying to get on the edge, whatever the case may be. But I think ultimately the Beavs uh, grind this one out. You know, I, I hope it gets to three, but I'll, t- I'll lay three and a half. I don't care about the hook. I think Oregon State's going to win this game going away. Uh, the only way the over hits to play devil's advocate to you Uh, That Bruin offense doesn't get going, puts their defense on the field too much. You tire them out, you get a little points, some backdoor action for UCLA is kind of... I would say defensive touchdowns would be the other one, too. Both these quarterbacks are very capable of throwing pick sixes. Uh, Last one, Oregon at Washington, 1230 ABC. Washington, a three-point favorite. Some books, though, this has dropped two and a half. But we'll go with the three. Nobody's giving us a chance. Everybody's sleeping on us. Nobody's paying attention Just to us. Just the line's moving in your favor. Nobody's, but okay. nobody's giving us yeah. the opportunity. The chip's on the shoulder. Our guess at 730 game, didn't pick you. You know where this game's going to be played? It's going to be played on the grass, Break. This game's going to be on the grass, not in Hollywood. I think they have turf. You know where I'm going. I don't even need to explain yeah. it. Yep. Uh, I'm going to take the Huskies. Okay. Pains me to do it. Okay. Yeah, nobody's giving us a chance. Told you. All right. Yeah. Uh, well. You guys know my gambling record on Sprague and Line. <laughs> Give me the Ducks plus the three. I hate you. I'm sorry. I hate you. Plus the three. It's I a key you. number. Three is a Stay key number. Stay away from my team. Uh, there you go. Pac-12 picks against the spread. We do it every Thursday at 6.30. See how we do this weekend. I don't know if I'm confident or not confident. I just kind of gave you some picks. Last two weeks, I've been very confident. This week, I'm not very confident. I think I'm the reverse. I think I'm landing on that. I'm kind of confident. You feeling good about your picks? Yeah, for now. Okay. (laughs) Let's see how that goes. Uh, Coming up next, let's talk about the greatness of this athlete and how he 
should get a little more recognition. That's next on the fan. All right. Well, um, out of out of like just sheer emotion and raw feelings, I'm gonna punt on our Bryce Harper segment. How dare you? Uh, he is gonna go down as a far better b- baseball player for most people than Mike Trout. I hate to tell you guys that, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's pretty solid arguments to make the longevity what yeah. he's done in the postseason. It's not Trout's fault; he hasn't had the opportunity. His team has not made the playoffs since 2014, I believe, was the last time they were in it. So you're going on basically a decade of not being there, and Harper's teams have. That was part of the reason why he left Washington, signed with Philly, and it's worked out for him. Washington could have Soto, Turner, and Harper right now, and they don't. <laughs> uh, I would also argue, like, Trout kind of chose that life. He did. He resigned. Like, take the big yeah. money, and I'll just stay here. I mean, he could have got the big I don't think it was about the money. He could have got that money anywhere No, I know. I'm, j- I'm just saying, yeah. like, I'm just going to stay here and sign that contract. And it was a horrible decision. <clears throat> yes. Yes, it was. Uh, I- I'm going to... Put it on the burner. My Bravos were embarrassing yesterday, and I could see that coming a mile away. Bryce Elder has been a disaster, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't care. Don't give me any of the stats. I've watched Bryce Elder pitch. I knew that that was going to happen. That being said, I want to interrupt the show before we go to the second hour and ask both of you a question because I thought this was swag. I'm not going to name who it was, but I thought as I went to the restroom during the break— mm. The person that came in after me was swag. Do you guys take your drinks into the bathroom, set them on the counter, handle your business? Sometimes. You take your drink, that Sometimes, coffee yeah. drink right there, and you one, go yeah. to the restroom. It's been flagged. And you put it on the counter, and <laughs> yes. then you handle your business, one or two? Yeah, sometimes I do. Yeah, Sometimes I'll even take this mug into the stall with me and have some coffee while I'm taking a dump. You're lying. I'm not lying. I'm not lying at all. I'm putting a poll question on this. Only if I'm, like, also when I'm done going then yeah, back to the kitchen. Yeah, but if you're on your way back from to, the kitchen. Usually it's to refill. Like, it's empty, so I got to stop. I got to go to the bathroom. Then I'm going back to the kitchen area to fill it up. Or I'm not walking, or I get my coffee, and I'm not walking all the way back to the studio to drop my coffee, coffee cup off and then going back to the bathroom and then coming back. This is the grossest revelation we've ever had on the show. <laughs> I cannot you germaphobe believe. over there. Yeah, huh? I am. You want to touch my mug? <laughs> you wanna, no. You want to feel my particles over here? No, covered I, tend in to put it, I tend to put it way at the far end of the counter away from the sinks. Uh, I'm telling that you, that doesn't have, I mean, it, it's that in the doesn't bathroom. Change anything. Once it's in the bathroom, it's in the bathroom. Yeah. Thank it's you. It's there. Yeah. I have no problem taking things in there, but there's no qualifications of it's on this side of the room or that side of the room. This is disgusting for me. <laughs> I turned around. Grow up, Peter Pan. You're going to be fine. I'm trying to build your immune system over there. I went and washed my hands and I'm like, is this swag? And then the person came no, out. You guys all know my coffee mug. I, I kind of thought, and then I saw the person and they said, Hey, Hey, and I walked out and I was just like, Ugh, nasty. Why does that and gross you out? Because it's it's not the it's not the room to leave an open container that you're going to put in your body. You think there's a little poo? There's little chunks of poo that are jumping out of the toilet like the salmon swimming upstream that are flying into your coffee cup. Maybe they are, <laughs> but the, I, the, the pee droplets are just floating around the room and sinking down into your coffee. I can almost promise your cup definitely is covered in it if you're taking it into the stall with you, though. <laughs> I can't believe you just admitted that. I have no problem admitting that. No, I'm, I'm, I would not take it into the stall. No. 
Okay. I, I do. I do it all the time. Like when you're at home, if you wake up in the morning and you make a cup of coffee and then you got to go because you've had a couple of sips, you just leave your coffee on the counter? Yes. Yeah. Oh, get yeah. out of here. I take it with me into the bathroom. Really? All the time. Wow. That's a delightful way to start your day. A couple of sips of coffee. You're checking Instagram. Sitting down. Sitting down. Yeah. You're just relaxing. It's a great way to start your day. I'm putting a poll question up. Do you take your coffee, drink, juice, water, whatever drink of your choice is, into public bathrooms and set it on the counter. What? Ew. No. Or, yes, I've done it or do it. I'm stunned. I thought this show was a universal no. That's a, you don't do that. You know me better than that. I, I Yeah, I do. You but know me. I thought that was the one area I could no. see you just leaving and going to the restroom. Now, here's what I'll say. Like, if I were to go to the restroom during this uh Commercial break, which I actually do kind of have to take a whiz. That's what this is, and it was a number one by this person. See, now I'm not just going to take my coffee mug in with me because I'm just wanting to take my coffee mug in with me. Usually the only time I'll do it is I like to take my bathroom trips before the show starts, and i got to take care of a little bit of business. And sometimes you need something to help grease the tracks, if you will. And so I like to have my ammunition in there with me. Oh, my God. So unfortunate. We differ on so many things. Oh, yeah. Right near the coffee cup. You want to come sniff my mug? What I love is your... I love your honesty, because I am the complete opposite of this, but I love that he chimes in and goes, well, I put it in the furthest part from the counter, <laughs> as if that changes anything. I love, too, the, the way that people freak out over this kind of stuff. Like, Dude, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm legitimately was grossed out when I turned and saw that <laughs> mug, and I'm like, oh, you brought that in here? And it was just, he was taking a number one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm i 34 years old. I'm still going strong. Hasn't killed me yet. Maybe someday it will. All those poop particles that I'm swallowing. They're going to be like, how did Sprague die? Why he he died of poop particles, and I'm going to be on my deathbed. How did dirt survive this? I got a stronger immune system than you do, man. I don't wash my hands, and I take my coffee in with me when I take a dump. Dirt's tombstone died of dysentery. <laughs> Hour number two, Dan Lanning's fired up for the game. He's ready to go. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 